This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Negotiations over a stopgap funding bill have bogged down in the Senate amid a fight over whether to include funding for the water problems in Flint, Michigan. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has introduced a continuing resolution that would keep the government funded through December 9th. But Michigan Senator Debbie Stabenow and other Democrats promptly criticized Republicans for leaving out the Flint aid. Lawmakers have one more week to pass a measure if they're going to avoid a government shutdown on October 1. The continuing resolution also lacks a provision that farm groups and bankers had requested to ensure that USDA could fund a backlog of farm loans this fall. USDA did not request the provision. Officials have assured at least one farm group that they believe the Office of Management and Budget will work with the Farm Service Agency to handle its loan needs. The continuing resolution does include provisions to ensure USDA can make payments to farmers from the Commodity Credit Corporation and to cover higher costs for food packages distributed through the Commodity Supplemental Food Program. House set to move word of bill. It looks like the House will take up a water projects authorization bill next week. Passage of the bill would set up negotiations with the Senate on a final version that could pass in the lame duck session. The Senate version, which passed last week, includes a provision exempting some farmers with above-ground fuel storage tanks from EPA requirements to prepare a spill control plan. Lawmakers are trying to get on a schedule of reauthorizing waterway and port projects every two years. Livestock producers set steps for cutting antibiotic use. Smithfield Foods, Tyson, and other major U.S. and foreign livestock producers have agreed on a series of steps to reduce the use of antibiotics. The list includes an end to the use of antibiotics for growth promotion, even in countries where it continues to be permitted. The statement also calls for improving reporting on antibiotic usage and development of new practices and products to replace the use of antibiotics in food animals. The statement comes as the United Nations is calling on all countries to have a national action plan to fight antibiotic resistance. Newt Nessie, CEO of a Dutch animal nutrition company, Nuretco, said at an industry conference yesterday in Washington called the One Health Antibiotic Stewardship Summit that the industry had no choice but to curb its use of the drugs. Consumers, quote, are commanding and demanding more transparency and less use of antibiotics. Chris Podolsinski, the president and CEO of Landa Lakes, which also signed on to the industry statement, says his company is just being realistic about where agriculture is headed. He said, we think with a very long view of where food and agriculture must go to be able to have permission to use the appropriate technologies to feed the soon-to-be 9 or 10 billion people on the planet. Beef opening the latest ag win for Obama. The Obama administration is keeping the good news coming for agriculture when it comes to trade with China. Last week, the administration announced that it was filing a WTO case over China's subsidies for corn, wheat, and soybeans. Then yesterday, the administration announced that China is ending its 13-year ban on U.S. beef. These announcements, plus a U.S. victory at the WTO yesterday over EU subsidies for Airbus, could help to blunt campaign criticism of the administration's trade policy. OTA chief moles update to USDA organic seal. 
AgriPulse, Bill Thompson reports from Baltimore that the Organic Trade Association's top executive thinks it's time to consider reworking the USDA organic seal to better promote organic products. OTA CEO Laura Bacta says the group's All Things Organic conference that her group is studying the merits of customizable label. Outer circles of the seal could incorporate different attitudes of what it means to be certified organic. One possibility, she said, is a colorful ring with the words no GMOs or perhaps no antibiotics. Bacta's idea received a loud burst of applause from the packed conference room. The non-GMO language would take advantage of provisions of the new GMO disclosure law that allows organic foods to be labeled as non-GMO. Thompson, give farmers their due in Chesapeake Bay. Pennsylvania Congressman Glenn Thompson doesn't think the EPA is giving farmers enough credit for clearing up the Chesapeake Bay. At a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing yesterday, Thompson read a portion of a press release from the EPA's Chesapeake Bay program. The opening paragraph of the release partially attributed to a drop in sediment and nutrition pollution to dry weather and below normal river flow. Only at the end of the paragraph did the EPA note that reducing runoff from farmland had lowered nutrients and sediment in local waterways. That according to Thompson. Here's today's He Said It. EPA is so blatantly tied to their agenda against agriculture that the agency will give more credence to climate change than they do to successful efforts by agriculture producers. Representative Glenn Thompson, a Republican of Pennsylvania, complaining about the EPA press release that he said felt insufficiently highlighted the contribution of farmers to reduce pollution in the Chesapeake Bay. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkinson of Miller, America's most experienced law firm in the agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.